Guys, people, on today's show, I want you to pack your bags, hop in the car, and travel with me down Purpose Road. Not literally get in the car, but metaphorically and figuratively get in the car, because I don't want you to think that I'm coming to pick you up. We also have a chart that answers six questions that are going to literally guide you to your purpose. You can get this chart by emailing me at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. In addition to that, I share a new song, one of my favorite new songs off my project, To Whom It May Inspire. The song is called My Life A Song, and you can sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. Inspiration, now in session. Inspire guys, people, the podcast. podcast. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to inspire God's people where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Today is about to be a life-changing show. Hey, repeat after me, please. Today is about to be a life-changing show. All right, so check this out, my people. First of all, hopefully y'all feeling good out there. You know what I mean? How y'all feeling? All right, so peep this. I'm about to give y'all the secret sauce between behind Inspire Guys people, all right? Listen up. I always get all these, um, you know, requests and emails, like messages like, yo, I'm starting a podcast. What should I do? How do? All right, all right. One day I'm going to get to it. No disrespect. I know a lot of times I ignore those messages. It's not purposely ignoring. It's more so trying to figure out how to answer your question in the proper manner. While also keeping the confidentiality behind my show. It's like one of those things. If you don't work at my job, you don't get to know everything we do behind the scenes. There is, when I started Inspire Guys People, there was a confidentiality um, in mind. Meaning, if you don't work directly for Inspire Guys People, I don't tell you everything about what we do. Because then, I mean, uh, you would try to go do it. But I will tell you this. Really, there's three ways that we attack um, or approach, um, you know, balancing faith in business to guide you to your purpose. That's the overall purpose and theme of the show. There's three ways that we go about doing that. One, there's biblical principle uh, through practical conversation. So, these are all the segments with me and Lavelle. Take it to another Lavelle, a deep conversation. Like we throw out these topics um, that may seem general on the surface and we tie it into biblical, um, you know, biblical principles. But this is done through a candid, casual conversation, uh, really lighthearted. But the whole point is to get you to start to use practical everyday things to get you to think about your purpose, right? That's one way that we do it. What's the second way that we approach balancing faith and business to guide you to your purpose? Remember, the whole show is about guiding you to your purpose. That's what we doing today. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we on purpose road today, baby. We are on purpose road. We are on purpose road. 
Hold on, that might be a dope song. Purpose Row, I got to remember that. Somebody remind me to write a song called Purpose Row. Did I tell you what the second thing was? The second way we do it is through inspirational stories and interviews. So these are the conversations that I'm having with people who have amazing testimony, right? We are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So the second way that we try to guide you to your purpose on this show is through the words of testimonies of believers. I have some dope interviews lined up. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to people all across the world, all across the world. Yeah. So that's the second way that we approach, you know, balancing faith and business to guide you to your purpose. All of the interviews are either about faith or business or some um, marriage of them both. Faith and business. That's what we do here. Then the third way that we approach this is what we're going to do today. And this, I'm just being real with you. First of all, all three approaches to the show are always a blessing. And, you know, like in different ways, they bless everyone, especially people tend to really love the interviews. You know what I mean? But the third way I consider these like the shows where we take all the stuff that we talked about through the interviews and through the practical conversations. And, you know, this third bucket is lessons and direct messages. And what I mean by that is these are the sermons that I share. So I got a lot of shows where I might have shared the actual sermon of me out speaking somewhere. Um, and then the other shows like The Ark versus the Titanic or a biblical love story uh, about Ruth and Boaz, where I take these actual lessons. Sometimes they're sermons. Sometimes they're just more structured curriculum type messages where we are actually teaching, right? And so they're lessons, teaching, and direct messages. The reason I say they're direct is because, remember, the whole point of this show is to guide you to your purpose. That's really what we're doing here. It's not a joke. It's not a game. We laugh a lot. We joke a lot. But I'm talking about what I'm really trying to do is reach that person that's trying to find their purpose or that person that's right there and help them get, get there or that person that's going in the wrong direction and help them turn around. That's what this show is about. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't no, no secret about that, right? I look at the lessons and I call them direct messages because they're for you. Like, when shows like today is about, it's really about how much do you want to find your purpose? We can come on this podcast every week. Again, we have the conversation here outside stories. We have the internal dialogue with me and Lavelle and whoever else I bring on. Meech has been on the show. Um, we got to get him back on the show as well. Gabe has been on the show. Like I had some of my homeboys on here, Doug. We never had Matt on. Matt just be cooking and working. Matt ain't trying to talk to me on this show. But my point at the end of the day is I've had a lot of friends, family, whatever on the show. And the lessons, though, this is what shows how much you want to find your purpose because this is where you have work to do. This is where I'm giving you actual practical things to apply. Like, so this this podcast ain't just about talking about purpose. We talking about being about purpose. Today, you are about to travel down Purpose Road. I got this message, you know, by the grace of God, I thank God. I don't have a million messages, but there are messages like don't waste time in the wilderness. Like, 
there are certain messages that when the Lord allows me to get this message, I literally know that it's life changing. Like I be knowing before I even tell it to people, this is life changing. This is from the Lord. This ain't me. I thank God for giving me the ability or the opportunity, whatever it is, however he allow it for me to be able to craft something like this um, that is literally going to bless people and literally take you into your purpose. And at the same time, I have a simple philosophy. You know, a lot of times people like to complicate things to make themselves feel smarter. I see this at work a lot. Like people use certain words or I graduated from yell, yell, yell. Yeah, yo, yo, Harvard, 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 Harvard. It's like an echo when they say their school name. But I'm the kind of person that likes to simplify things to make them obtainable. So it's like, I don't don't really have to complicate stuff to make myself feel smarter. I would rather simplify something and give you something that you can actually understand so that you can actually use it. All right, before we jump into that, I was thinking this morning like, yo, I haven't shared all of my new music from my new project to whom it may inspire. If I'm being honest with you, I just want to take, you know, 30 seconds of your time to pour my heart out before we get into this message that's going to bless you today. You know, this project has been interesting because, like, I really believe in this project. The music, the content, Red produced like crazy like he always does. Um, no features on this project. This is just all me. And I put my heart and soul into this project. And of course I had no idea that we were in the pandemic while I was creating it. Right. So I was creating it really understanding what people were going through because of the pandemic. But I didn't know the whole world was going to get super political and there was going to be all these race wars and If I'm being honest, because this show is about being honest, I'm not going to front. You know, I'm going to be real with y'all. Some of this stuff killed my vibe because it's like, yo, like, people was, I dropped this right when the race tension was really just starting because I had the data already there, right? And I didn't, I didn't want to start moving stuff around because it's like, no, this is the date that I had. I'm going to stick with my date. And, you know, dropping the project during this time has been kind of whack because People don't really want to hear about inspiration right now. People actually just want to be mad. Like, I've never in my life lived like me. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my 30s. I haven't lived during a time when people have been this charged up where they just want to be mad. And so it's interesting even doing this show where you're trying to follow what the Lord has given you that you really feel can help people. But people ain't trying to be inspired. That's like, can I be real with y'all? That right there blows me away. Like, you don't want to be inspired. So let me say this before I get into this song. Not just today's show. The shows we got upcoming. And and I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart right now. The people who can put their ten toes down and stand firm on the word of God right now, I truly believe this. This ain't no, I'm not giving you no false hope or nothing. I believe there's a blessing on the other side of this. And when I say blessing, I know that's a very vague word because I don't know what that looks like for you. I don't think it looks the same for all of us. Everybody don't need money. Some people need healing. Some people need deliverance. Some people need salvation. Like 
what I'm telling you that I believe with all my heart is that we need, as believers, we can't be the double-minded men that are unstable in all our ways. We can't blow with the wind or ride the wave of the world. Like, I'm not riding the world's wave right now. I'm telling y'all that. I'm not doing it. So if you're looking for me to do it, man, I love you. I understand it. But it's just not going to happen. I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I believe in the gospel. I literally believe that Jesus Christ died not just for my sins, but for the sins of all nations and all people. Like, I literally believe that Jesus Christ does not have respect of persons. That means, hey, he doesn't look down on me because of how much money I have, but he also doesn't really care how much money I have. He asked the rich young ruler to give up the thing that was most important to him. So I would, I would say to you this. When, be careful about the thing, the things that you allow to be so important to you that are potentially outside of the will of God, right? So for some people, that could be their race. I really believe that for some people, just like Jesus went to the rich young ruler and the, the rich young ruler was a super self-righteous dude, like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I got it all together. And, and, and Jesus like, ooh, I, I, found, I found something you ain't doing. Hey, can you give up that money? My man's like, oh, ooh, you want that? Uh, no, I'm going to have to go. Ooh, see you later, Jesus. And then so the rich young ruler, his money was too important to him to follow Christ. Now, I really believe this. Black, I've seen it in blacks and whites. And I think for black people, we got to stop thinking that we can't commit sins based on the color of our skin. We think that those sins are just exclusively for white people because white people have had power in America and things like that, right? That is sin too. KKK, all this white supremacy, straight up sin. Like uh, slavery, pro-slave, sin. You, you sinning. Like if you white and you on that, you sinning. It is what it is if you judge me for my skin. Look, but, but to my black people out there, we got to stop fronting. Some of us want to replace white supremacy with black supremacy. We're allowing our skin to become an idol. Now, what happened when Jesus Christ approaches you and says, ooh, I see you doing everything right. I see you reading the word. I see you praying. I see you prophesying. I see you preaching. But I'm going to need you. Mm, I, I'm going to need you to, to, to put that skin color in its place. Like, because right now you're putting it in front of me. I'm going to need you to deny yourself and follow me, right? My fear right now is that there are literally Christians who cannot deny themselves to follow Christ. Now, that is a very scary place to be. So what we're not going to do on this show, we are not here to hate on anybody for the color of their skin. Um, we are definitely against sin, against injustice, and against um, mistreating people for those superficial things. But what we are not, we are going to fight fire with the word of God. That's what I believe in. Fight fire with the word of God, with the gospel of Jesus Christ, because I'm not God. And if I'm ever going to believe in God's power, I have to believe in it now, where even as a black person, like I could barely say, like, People are mad at every, I never in my life seen a time where people had to prove how black they were. Then you got to prove how much you like black people. It's just a bunch of weird things happening and you're not going to get that from me. I'm sorry.
I'm not going to perpetuate that stuff. I hope that you can appreciate that as a listener of this show. When we address these issues, we are addressing these issues as believers in Jesus Christ. Yes, I'm black. Yes, I'm proud. But I can't allow the fact that I'm black to make me delusional and think that I'm better than everyone else just because people have sinned against us and thought they were better than us. That just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make biblical sense, okay? It might make sense in your flesh, um, but it just doesn't, and I can't do it because, look, God has given me a platform and a responsibility, and I need to make sure that I'm speaking properly about it. So, all right, I didn't mean to do that, but I got this song I want to play for like, uh, I think I'm going to play the whole song. We're going to play this song. It's called My Life, a song. It's from my project entitled To Whom It May Inspire. Look, if you have Apple Music or if you have Spotify, you don't have to pay for nothing. All you have to do is type in J Will Music. It's one word, J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. Type that in. You're going to see all my music. I got albums for days, people. I drop a project every year. I know I'm dropping a project next year. I'm going to do it. This year was an interesting year, but I'm going to remember this for that. And people are still streaming the music. So shout out to you for the people who are streaming the music. But I just feel like it could have done at least even a little better if it wasn't for all the weirdness going on in the world. All right, that's for the people who want to be inspired, to whom it may inspire. That's really the theme of this whole show for the rest of the year. And I'm telling you, I'm promising you that if you want to be inspired, you will be inspired. But if you want to be mad, you're going to be mad. If you want to be full of hate, you're going to be full of hate. If you think that you can solve these issues in this world, whether it's race, power, hatred, prejudice, if you think you can solve those things without Jesus Christ, I'm telling you right now, you're walking down a path that I'm not going down because I know I can't solve these things without Christ Jesus. Lord Jesus, I need you now more than ever. I'm going on purpose road. All right, so we're going to play a little bit of this song called My Life, A Song. Here's the whole idea behind this song, right? Rock with me. Anybody who knows me, well, really, you know me. That Hey, it just hit me. You know me. If you've been on this show, I just did it. There's this thing that, like, I used to say, like, I'm a walking album. That's something I used to say. I'm a walking album. I pretty much could drop, I could, I could come up with an album title today, start working on it, and be done in three to four weeks pretty easily for the most part. Only when I'm busy is that hard to do. That's very hard to do when I'm busy because I got too much stuff going on. But I, I break out in song. It's what I do. It's not on purpose. I only do it on the show because I really do that in real life. Oh, like music is just a part of me that way. But the way that it's a part of me, it's like I feel it. Like that Purpose Road song, that idea that I just said, like I could zone out and create a whole song off that idea, Purpose Road. That For me, I got a lot to say about Purpose Road because it really is a road. It's a journey. But my life is a song. But in the way that I feel music around me and when I'm creating music, I literally feel the Holy Spirit. Like I feel God. And I, I, I'm tapped into his blessings and I'm, I'm introspective and deeply thinking about his word when I'm creating music. And I had this thought, like as a Christian rapper is one of the challenging things is that people think worship is a sound of music. So we've been kind of conditioned to think of worship as a certain song. Have your way, God. 
have you a God? Like, you know, I know I'm not really. Okay, that was me trying to cry sing, so it was off key. All right, let's just be real. That was off key. But my point is, that's what we see as worship. But I find myself worshiping God through my rap. Like, when I'm rapping, like, I'm worshiping, like, I'm praising God. Like, it, it's a spiritual experience for me. So I kind of did a double entendre between my life is a song. I could feel it all around me. I'm talking about the music, but I'm also talking about the spirit of God as I create the music. And I talk a little bit in one of the verses, I think it's the first one, how first I was freestyling, then I started speaking from my soul, all that stuff. So it's called My Life, A Song by yours truly, J. Will Music, produced by Darrell Red Campbell Jr. And you can find this on my latest project entitled To Whom It May Inspire. Now look, when we come back, we are about to get into these six questions that will guide you to your purpose. This show is going to change your life if you want to be inspired. If you're looking for me, I'll be in my own world. You can't put God in a box. God is the box, he's not bound to trends, this is where the limit stops, I'm revolutionary, no rebel to tradition, don't tell me how to worship Christ, this is my conviction, I can hear it all around me, everywhere I go, my life is like a song, I'm singing with my soul, every second is a lyric, every minute is a verse, I get off beat when I don't rehearse. first stepped into the studio it was love at first mic i was nervous but it felt right played a song a hundred times on repeat on the way home music was a getaway i could have stayed gone back then i was broke every song i wrote gave a little hope brought life to my dreams something i was looking for and then i stopped writing started speaking what i'm feeling and then i stopped feeling started rapping from the spirit in a dream don't want to leave it's where i belong my life a song i just want to sing acapella if i have to or i can stay on track to attract you while rapping to that bad boom the melody is like a part of me oh pardon me i don't mean part of me i gave you all of me the heart of me the art of me when faith was hard to see you can't put god in a box God is the box, he's not bound to trends, this is where the limit stops, I'm revolutionary, no rebel to tradition, don't tell me how to worship Christ, this is my conviction, I can hear it all around me, everywhere I go. 
soul Every second is a lyric Every minute is a verse I get offbeat when I don't rehearse I can hear it all around me Everywhere I go My life is like a song I'm singing with my soul Every second is a lyric Every minute is a verse I get offbeat when I don't rehearse I can hear it all around me Everywhere I go My life is like a song Looking for me, I'll be in my own world. You just heard my life, a song by yours truly, J Will Music. I'm not gonna front, man. That song actually makes me tear up because, like, nobody could tell me what to feel. And, th- like, this is why I'm such an untraditional person because the one thing is, like, I'm just being real with y'all. Like, it's a lot of quote-unquote gospel or church songs that people just be going in. And ain't nothing wrong with that. This ain't, this ain't that. I'm not judging you. But, like, I don't be feeling nothing. Like, and I'm just being real. I'm like, that's not really my relationship with God. Like, that's not how I feel it. That's not where the passion comes from for me. And so I just thank God, man, for the opportunity to kind of share, you know, and, and worship and praise him and, and hopefully edify the saints. In the way that he made unique to me, I believe, like, I believe in individuality. Like, I believe in the uniqueness of who God made us. And so it's like, we don't all have to be the same. That's why it's always been hard for me to be, like, a rapper, you know, because, like, you know, they, a lot of people, a lot of artists just make the music like, like, okay, for instance, a lot of Christian rappers listen to secular rappers. So they listen to Drake and J. Cole. Then they go in the studio and just try to make what they made. I don't listen to those dudes. I'm not, you know, I'm not putting myself on a high horse, but I don't listen to that music. So for me, it's like when I create music, I'm literally creating something that's unique to my experience with God. Unique to my relationship, you know? So anyway, man, I'm, I'm over it. I'm going to let it go. Y'all tired of hearing about my music? It's just such a big part of what I do. You like how I add it in that song? Um, if you looking for me, I'll be in my own world. For the people who listen to the end of the show, you, as you know, that's a song, a little verse that I created specifically for Inspire God's People to podcast. And I wanted to bring that element into that music. If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world. So that is that uniqueness that I'm talking about. In my music, you got to listen to every word with my music. I'm just being real. If you listen to every word, it's like a riddle. It's like a puzzle. It pieces every little thing together. Little things like that are done purposely to layer in a part of the podcast into the music um, to whom it may inspire, right? I use that word purposely, of course. Um, The last thing I'll say is I create a lot of music and a lot of content, not just to create it. My focus isn't to go viral. You know, I really look at it like, how would we know about the Bible, like, if they didn't write, right? If they didn't create content. And so my content is also a footprint of my life. This, this podcast, I have 90-something episodes now. 
Um, also, I have like over 80 songs, you know, so I got all these projects. So whether it be my children, if Lord, Lord willing, bless me and my wife with children, or whether it be my nieces and nephews or whoever comes after me, like you got to understand I'm a person that I don't know a lot about my family history. I've been learning some in the last year or so, and it's actually some dope stuff that I've learned. But because my grandfathers were rolling stones and like, just like, I don't really know a lot about my family history. So I don't have a lot. My parents are amazing. Grandparents, grandmothers are like, I got some dope grandparents. I don't want to get into all that. But what I'm saying is that really not all of my grandparents are dope. And when you go beyond that, I don't really know so much of nobody. And so I don't have something and I want to give something. So this podcast, when I record it every week, that's why I always tell people, go listen to the last shows. That's also why we're not just about being trendy, because this is my footprint. I'm leaving something that, Lord willing, I get many more years of good, healthy life. But at some point when I'm not here and somebody's like, yo, like, man, like, what was Uncle Jermaine like? Or what was my great, great granddaddy like? Or my great, great uncle, whatever. Like, you, I could have something. We're talking about purpose right now. I'm already talking about the topic. This, that's why I say it's my purpose to inspire God's people. I'm not just coming on here every week, you know, just to, oh, I hope I go viral. Like, that, that stuff is weird to me. I'm just, can I just be real with y'all? The dope thing I like about the podcast is I could just kind of be real. Like, it's just weird. Everybody want to go viral. Everybody want a lot of likes on one picture. It's like, well, what happens the next day after the likes on that one then expired? You just want likes again. I'm more of a purpose-driven per person because we on purpose road, baby. Purpose road. I don't know. That was a random thing that I said today, but I like it. I like purpose road. Um, so let's do it. Let's jump into this thing. So today we're going to talk about six questions that will guide you to your purpose. That's right. These simple six questions that I believe the first time I had my aha moment with these questions was probably middle school. When we were in school, they really, really, really encouraged critical thinking. Like I don't I've, I've been hearing I don't have children, so I don't know what they teach in schools now. But I've been hearing that they don't teach cr kids critical thinking as much as they did when we were younger. And I think that's why it's tough for people to critically think like people don't know how to think for themselves. They, you know, I'm not going to say they don't know how to, but I think it's a challenge now. But these questions are simple. Who, what, when, where, why and how? Now you like, how are these questions going to get me to my purpose, Jay? And I'm trying to tell you as simple as that sound. Remember, my philosophy is to simplify things to guide you to your purpose. Now, here's what I want you to do. There's a chart that I'm going to be talking about. If you want a copy of this chart, it's real simple. But if you want a copy of it, just email me, JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, Jermaine, J-E-R-M-A-I-N-E, Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N, music, M-U-S-I-C, at gmail.com. Now, I'll send you this chart if you want to have it and fill it in for yourself. This is one of those, again, this is a lesson. This is a direct message. This is a teaching opportunity. Right now, I'm Mr. Miyagi and you are Daniel son. When Mr. Miyagi was teaching, Karate Kid is one of my favorite movies of all time. So it's Back to the Future. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, those are the movies I watched growing up. So when Daniel son was teaching, uh, when Mr. Miyagi was teaching Daniel son, 
Like, he got on washing cars, and Daniel like, bro, why we washing the car? This stupid. He ain't know he was teaching him technique. I'm trying to tell y'all, you don't realize when you listening to this show, I be Mr. Miyagi and you. Mr. Miyagi and you. You know what I'm saying? All right. So if you want the chart, email me, Music at gmail.com. But here are these six questions, right? Six questions to guide you to your purpose. Now, first, I want to start off with, like, how you are supposedly supposed to critically think through things to find your purpose. So I'm going to start with, like, the question that most of us get asked as a kid. Every kid get asked this. They at least used to. What do you want to be when you grow up? Right? And it's like, what do we all do? Most of us, if you like me, you just say what you want to do. You haven't thought about it critically at all. I, I, I still have the little index card when I was 11, and I said, I want to be an NBA basketball player. Now, that's coming from somebody that didn't even end up playing college ball. <laughs> so, so it's like, what do we do when these questions, right? But, but I want to talk to you a little bit about that question and what's wrong with it. Like, on, on the good end... There's a positive end to that question. What do you want to be when you grow up? The positive end is the question represents hope. I'm a super fan of hope. Like, I want to be able to hope for something. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, the idea of asking someone a question that causes them to look beyond their current situation and venture off into the future, that's an amazing thing to do is to cause someone to hope. But here's the problem. The problem is it's an incomplete question, okay? Incomplete. I'm going to tell you why. All right, so here's what it is. Who? They never ask the kid. Whenever you ask a kid what do they want to be when they grow up, you never address the who. Like, like you. in order to know who you want to be when you grow up, you have to take inventory of who you actually are at the time. I know this sounds crazy. I just gave you a golden nugget. You don't even realize it yet. I, you literally just struck gold. Here's why. A lot of times we asking ourselves all these incomplete questions about our purpose and what we doing in life, and we ain't taking the first step of like, bro, who are you, Jay? Because some of us are afraid to take inventory of who we are because we're afraid of what we might find, right? But I'm telling you, it's almost impossible to get anywhere without first understanding who you are. So we never ask the kid who they are. We just ask them what they want to be, right? So, so the what, um, the what always, um, the what is always typical to that question. So when you ask them what they want to be when they grow up, what do they say? Uh, doctor, lawyer, athlete. That's what most of us say. Some type of doctor, some type of lawyer, some type of athlete, and maybe adding an entertainer, right? But the problem with that, it's a very typical answer. The what hasn't been vetted out. So the what is almost like a knee-jerk reaction. You ask someone what they want to do, and they're not telling you the what based on going through this process that we're going to talk about today and vetting through these six questions. They're just telling you an emotional what. The problem with an emotional what is you just saying things that sound good. But because you don't even know who you are, and we're going to get into the other questions, you don't even know if that what is realistic for you. And remember, I just talked about my music and how it's custom to me. 
You can't tell me how to be an artist. You can help me become a better artist, give me some tools and tips, but you can't tell me what I feel. You can't tell me what kind of songs to write. I don't write songs for people to like necessarily. I write the songs that are true to me and hope that you like it. But I would rather write a song like that song I just played, My Life a Song. Let's say you hate that song. I'm literally not mad at you, but that's the song of my soul. So if you just don't like it, we still cool. But for me to make a song that you like and I don't even like it and it ain't even real to me, that don't make sense to me. All right. All right. So let's keep it going. When. When they grow up. It's a very vague timeline and it can mean different things to different people. So like when we ask this question, what do you want to be when you grow up? That's a vague win, man. And you're going to see when we jump into this chart, your win has to be specific. I, I'm telling you, y'all are striking gold right now for the people who really, really are for real about their purpose and moving forward. And you're going to fill out this chart that we're going to go over. You're going to answer these questions. And I literally am telling you, it is going to guide you to your purpose. You are going to have a breakthrough filling out this chart. At least one to three breakthroughs are promised. Like there will be something that you hadn't thought about, something, a perspective that you hadn't considered. You will learn something about yourself by going through this process. That's right. I said the keyword process. Now, here's the other crazy thing about what do you want to be when you grow up? It don't even ask the other questions where it doesn't address where it doesn't address why. And it doesn't address how. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Just about anything that you do in life to be done effectively, you need to consider all of these critical questions. All right. Now we're going to take it to the Bible real quick before we go to our chart. Because I just want to show you that even as a Christian, we need to be able to answer these questions. Even to fully understand Jesus Christ and what he did for us. All right, so I'm going to read a couple scriptures real quick. We're going to read John 3, 16. That's a typical scripture that we all should know, right? Um, I'm reading from the King James, and this is Jesus talking to Nicodemus. Verse 16, he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17. For God did not, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Didn't send him to condemn the world, but to save the world. All right. Now let's go to Matthew uh, chapter two, verse one, King James Version. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah in the days of Herod, the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Now, I want to look at those two scriptures and show you how dope God is because God knows exactly who he is. Jesus was in his purpose. And anytime we're dealing with being in our purpose, we need to be able to answer these six questions. If we can't answer these six questions, I can almost promise you that you are not yet operating in purpose. So let's do it. Who? Who are we talking about in this situation between John and Matthew? We're talking about God, right? For God so loved the world. That's, it starts off, the who is God. What? 
What did what did God do? Like, all right, we talking about God. I'm following you, Jay. What did God do? He gave his only son. All right, so right then and there, we talking about purpose. Even if we're trying to find the purpose in God, you can look at these six questions. God gave his only son. When did he do it? In the days of King Herod. That's a like those that's a historical landmark that you can start going back to as a timeline and looking at when did God do this? Because here's the important part of the win, because we're talking about purpose. I just saw an article yesterday about some dude claiming to be Jesus, claiming to be the Messiah. If God, if the Bible doesn't address the win, then we could be thinking that anybody is Christ Jesus. But the Bible addressed the who, the what, and the when. So you don't have to wonder. Uh, Matthew 24 talks about many false Christs rising in the last days. There'll be many people saying, I'm Jesus and claiming to be God. But God already gave us the win for the purpose of his son. All right, let's keep it going. Well, where is it going to happen at, Jay? Because this is a big world. Well, what, what, is, what does the Bible say in Matthew 2 and 1? It says, now when Jesus, who's the son of God, was born. Oh, that's what he did. He gave in Bethlehem of Judah. That's the where in the days of King Herod. Like, so now we know where it's going to happen. It ain't going to happen in Michigan. Where you from, Texas? Uh, you not in the days of King Herod? All right, you not Jesus. Where you from, California, New York? Oh, yeah, not in the days of King Herod? All right, you not Jesus. You get what I'm saying? God gave us the where. Well, why, Jay? What's the purpose? All right, I get it. God, the who. Gave, what did he do? He gave his only son, went in the days of King Herod, where in Bethlehem and Judah. But why did he do it? Well, the Bible says so that those who believe in him could be saved from their sins. That's the why. You know, we always talk about, I, I hear a lot of people talking about knowing your why. My brother Nehemiah has these new wristbands that I, I just bought one. I bought five, actually. But he has these wristbands that just says, what is your why? It is so important to know your why. If you know all this other stuff and you don't know why Jesus came, why God gave his son, there is literally no way for you to understand salvation or understand the purpose behind Jesus Christ without knowing why God gave him to the world. All right, last one. How? All right, I get you, bro. How that's going to happen? How is God going to give his son to the world. Like, what, what's going to happen? Well, the Bible tells us through virgin birth, death on the cross, and resurrection in three days. The Bible addresses that. He's going to do it through Virgin Mary. So what am I saying? Even to understand the purpose in God, you can go through these critical thoughts and start thinking through. And the problem is when you start skipping steps and not addressing every answer because you're every question because you're scared of the answer, then you don't really truly understand your purpose. There are many of us who say that we are saved and we don't even understand salvation. Do you understand how deeply sad that is to say that you are something that you don't understand? It's important to understand why Jesus came. It's important to understand that he didn't just die for a certain color of people. He ain't just do it for whites. They not better than blacks. He ain't just do it for blacks. They not better than whites. He came for all people to unite us as brothers and sisters in Christ. He gave a blood sacrifice 
Look, I said it on one of my Facebook lives this week. When I'm talking about my brothers, like I just talked about Nehemiah, that's my blood brother. You get what I'm saying? That's not bro. Like when that's that's not me just saying, hey, what up, bro? I got a lot of bros. I love y'all. Cool, dope. But when I say my blood brother, that that right there, like illustrates and, and points out something more valuable, something different, a deeper connection, right? Well, when Jesus went on that cross and shed his blood, the reason we call each other's brothers and sisters in Christ is because now we are literally blood brothers and sisters. That means you could be white and be my brother. You could be Asian and be my sister. You could be Indian and be my brother and sister in Christ and whatever else. And that is a strong bond. That is a blood covenant. Jesus Christ died for our sins and made us family. That's the purpose of the cross. All right. So just like we just did that, now I'm going to walk you through some detail, right? I'm going to walk you through some detail of, Jay, how do I use these questions to find my purpose? You know, before I jump into that, the last thing I wanted to say about my problem with the question of what do you want to be when you grow up is we never hold people accountable to their answers. All we do is want, like once I didn't make it to the NBA, you just never ask me again. And usually what can happen is because we stop, we stop asking ourselves what we want to be, we stop trying to be anything. And so one of the things about asking yourself questions is questions begin to hold yourself accountable. First, you begin to make a declaration. You, you make a statement like, yo, I want to be this. And then your mind can start wrapping around, how am I going to get there? You know, and I'm just being honest, like anything that I've really been blessed to accomplish in life, it, it has happened with a certain level of wanting to be. Like, there's very little that I could say that, oh, I always say, like, you can never fall to the top of a mountain. You know, you don't just get married. You have to want to be married. I had to propose to my wife. Like, you don't just get a new job. You had to be looking for a job. You had to have purpose. Like, and I shared on this show, I think, man, um, in December, around Christmas time, maybe a couple days before Christmas, I decided all right, now's the time for me to go after a new role. Like, um, it's time for a new challenge in the corporate world. And I think it was around December 23rd that I started actually preparing and looking for my next opportunity. And I had a date in mind, right? I had, I had a, a certain date in March that I wanted to get this accomplished. So I gave myself 90 days to get it done. I got offered the job on the 89th day. <laughs> Now, I had done maybe, man, I had people reaching out to me on LinkedIn every single week. I was um, talking to someone, whether it was on the phone or via email or whatever it, whatever it may be. I had companies, you know, large companies all, all across the world, the country, you know, but global companies reaching out to me. Um, once I, you know, said that I was open to looking for jobs or open to hearing from people on LinkedIn and my point with all of this is there's a lot of purpose that went to me, like accepting the role that I accepted. Um, I talked to a lot of people. I had plans written down. I had financial plans. 
I had what were my deal breakers on the job. Like I, I still have these. I have this stuff written out. Um, and I went on a 90 day journey. Now, I had no idea that God was going to bless me on the 89th day until I got to the 89th day and got offered um, a role that that was ideal for me. Now, keep in mind, this is while the pandemic is really, really revving up. So right in the midst of when everything is revving up and about to go crazy, God still blessed the purpose that I started in December. Because when I started in December, I had no idea that the pandemic was coming. But because I was already on purpose road, like God had blessed what, what I had already done. Now, that's not to like, um, hopefully that doesn't come off like I'm trying to brag. Like, if you know me, you know me. If you listen to this show, you know me. I barely even talk about this stuff because it's not about me in that way. I'm not trying to like whatever. So hopefully you understand or, or hear that with the right heart. Um, I'm sharing that to say it's not by chance that God blessed me on the 89th day. It's just not. It's. And when I say 89th day, um, let me be clear. I never calculated the math. Like if that's really 89 day, it's just, it was just a three month period between like wanting the date I gave. It was the day before the date I gave. Right. So when I say 89, that's kind of figurative. It might've been 77 days total. And God blessed me on the 76. He blessed me at the last hour, the day before the date that I said I wanted a new role now, what's the importance of, of saying I wanted a new role? It's not just that I said it. It's that I went through the process of preparing. That's faith. I didn't know God was going to bless me on that particular day. I just had to do the work. And I think sometimes we struggle because we want to see the benefit. We want to recoup before we actually put in anything. We want to see a return on an investment before we actually take the risk of making an investment. All right, so let's jump on this chart. We talking about, man, traveling down Purpose Road. So here we go. Um, the way this chart is, and again, you got to email me if you want it, Music at gmail.com. It's really the six questions across the top, and then three rows beneath each question um, where I have a little more detail about you need to fill out this chart by kind of answering these questions um, or filling out this, you know, the, putting the input into each question. It's really the work behind the questions that gets you to your purpose. It's not just asking the questions and saying them. You got to really define this stuff. Like I said, when I really wanted a new role and I was ready for that opportunity, I ain't just say it. I put in work when nobody was watching other than my wife. Like I was working. I was grinding, and that this is just a sidebar for y'all. If you want to obtain greatness, you're going to have to get over wanting people to see it or understand it. Like, I had to get that up a long time ago because half of the people around me, even friends and family, they don't really understand what I do or how hard I work. And I used to get frustrated, and if I'm being honest, every now and then I get frustrated still because you want people to understand you. But people be asking me to do favors and do random stuff. And I'm like, bro, like, you don't get it. Like, this is my day off. Like, what? I know you might not be grinding at the level that I'm on, but I'm living at a like a higher, uh, like a high standard I'm holding myself accountable for, for, for putting in work. So you're going to have to be comfortable with people not understanding. Like, yo, like, because th that's just how people are, man. Y'all, we know how people are. All right. So we got to get over that. 
All right, so let's look at this first question is who? And these are the questions that you got to ask yourself as you're traveling down Purpose Road. Who? In the first box with who, this is where you take inventory of yourself. Now, like I said earlier, man, this is like tough for a lot of people because we don't really want to deal with who we are. So let's just use me. Let's say I want a red Ferrari, right? That's actually a real, that's my dream car, a red Ferrari. All right. And so you're talking about a $350,000 to $400,000 car plus. Okay. So if that's my goal, and this is a very superficial goal, I know I'm just trying to use something simple that you can replace with real purpose. If that's my goal, then before I talk about getting a Ferrari, I have to actually look at and take inventory of, well, what do I drive today? What do I make today? Like, I got to look at the real me. A lot of us want to dream without reality. And being a dreamer doesn't mean that you don't deal with reality. And as a matter of fact, the dreamers who don't want to deal with reality are really just fantasizing. And fantasies don't really get you anywhere, okay? Dreams, you could put real life behind dreams and you can get somewhere. Especially when they're driven by the purpose that God is putting you. So first, take inventory of yourself. Secondly, as it relates to who, you must be willing to look in the mirror. Now, again, taking inventory of yourself is the first step. But after you take inventory, looking at yourself in the mirror and now dealing with whatever you discovered in inventory. First is taking inventory, being real about the inventory. Now, you can't take the inventory and be ashamed of whoever you are today. You know, this isn't about you being ashamed. This is about you boldly looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, now, okay, I know who I am. I've taken inventory of myself, but now I got to start looking at myself and now I got to start talking to myself, right? Here's the last part of the who. Be honest with yourself about the good and the bad. Again, a lot of us, we just want to do, I'm going to do positive affirmations today. You will be great. You will be great. You will be great. It was like, what about the fact that you woke up late? You woke up late. You woke up late. So some of us just keep telling ourselves we're going to be great. That's good. But you're not dealing with the reality of who you are. Hey, Jermaine, you got a problem with your schedule. You oversleep. Then you wake up and you're lazy. You're on your phone too much. Like These are things you have to be willing to take inventory of who you really are. It's not about me telling you about you. What I love about this chart is this is what you are saying about you. So you can't get mad at anybody about whatever they said about you. This ain't about my haters. They just hating. They say they don't know who I am and who I'm dating. Oh, they hating. Anyway, this is about who you said you are. Now let's look at the what. The first part of the what is you have to have the ability to see the future. Remember I said I love the one part I love about the who do you want to be or what do you want to be when you grow up? It's this, this idea of allowing a child to see the future. So many of us grow up and we lose hope for the future. We start focusing on our age. We start focusing on what we didn't accomplish in high school. 
how we didn't graduate college, how we don't drive a nice car like them, how you're not married or you're single. Like we start focusing on all these negative things about the present. But what I love about the what is this is allowing you give yourself permission to hope. Give yourself permission to be inspired. All right. The what is your goal setting phase? This is the this is the stage after you've taken inventory and find out who you are. Now you're starting to look into the future to answer this what about me. And you're, you're talking about finding your purpose. This is where you start setting those goals. This is where you can start saying, all right, I want the red Ferrari. I know who I am. I know what my limitations are, but I'm saying this is what I want. Okay. Then now you have to have a clear and concise plan and vision. This is real important, y'all. Very early in finding your purpose, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a clear vision, I'm not talking about a vision in your head. I'm not talking about some thoughts or some dreams in the back of your mind. Throughout this what phase, you have now taken what's in your head and put it on paper. You have taken all the little thoughts and the brainstorming, and now you have a clear vision, literally to the point that you can hand it to somebody. They can say, hey, what's your vision for this? And you can hand them to, like, you could be like, yeah, this, here it is right here. You got to know this stuff in order to walk in your purpose. We all do, include me. When? Oh, man, like, <laughs> when is probably one of the hardest parts of this whole little uh, assignment or exercise. Because, like, remember when it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? When it comes to the when, we like to be vague as possible. Because whenever you're vague, you could keep changing the win. You could just keep changing it and not really hold yourself accountable to it. So what I'm going to tell you about this is be as specific as possible with your win. I want a red Ferrari within the next seven years. That's very specific. 2027 red Ferrari. You get what I'm saying? Now it starts putting, whenever you put a deadline on something, it creates urgency. Some of us, we are having a hard time becoming who God created us to be because there's no sense of urgency around it. It's like, oh, I'm still young. I'm still partying. I'm getting it out my system. You haven't given your purpose a win. You have to give your purpose a win. Don't be afraid to put a date on it. And understand this. This is the second thing about the win. It can change. So the whole idea of putting a date is not saying like, oh, if you get to this date and it doesn't happen, it's the end of the world. It's allowing you to hold yourself accountable to the work, which really holding yourself accountable is the third thing. So there is be specific. There's understanding, be willing to adapt. So, so when I say the wind can change, it's, it's not just you changing it. Once you go down pur purpose road and once you go through a process you are going to uncover things that you didn't know when you started this. And some of those factors may change elements of it. So you do have to be willing to adapt, but you want to create that urgency and have something to work to. And then, like I said, lastly, you want to be able to hold yourself accountable. Here's what I say. If the time expires, revisit the who and what parts of the program. Revisit the who and what on the chart because 
You can't just say, I want the red Ferrari in seven years, but yo, things change, I adapted. Well, if things changed, your who and what might have changed. So you can't just change the what and change the date and assume that you're the same person that you were three years ago. And that's the problem with some of us. Some of our goals and our dreams have expired. And that's not, it's nothing wrong with them expiring because life happens, things change. But the problem is when they expire, but we don't revisit them. We don't make the edits and the changes. So you have to do that. All right, now, now we jumping into the where, though. This is important. We're talking about now, like, your location matters. So you got to ask yourself, let's say your goal, and I'm changing goals just to make points. Like, you'll see how this relates to your life. But, uh, no, let's put it like this. We can we keep it at my red Ferrari. But let's say I'm saying I want the red Ferrari, but I live somewhere, like, in the woods where there's no roads, or I live, like, in Alaska, and you can never put the top down or something. Like, are you willing to relocate to get what you said you wanted? So that's something you got to deal with. You're aware, man, this is like, when I tell you this is important, this is really important. And you have to understand, secondly, how does your environment affect your current and future self? Ooh, this is the one. Ooh, this is the one. Hey, hey, ooh, this is the one. This is really hard for people right here. How does my environment today affect who I said I want to be? If I said I wanted the red Ferrari, but I'm constantly around people who want to be losers, they just want to do drugs, they don't want to work hard, they want to be lazy. This environment today is affecting who I said I want to be in seven years. I want y'all to understand something about the process in traveling down Purpose Road. It starts today. You, you got to stop telling yourself that, oh, I got time. I'll start next week. I'll do this. Da, da. Uh, uh, bah, da, bah, da. Hey. And then what happens? Next week, something happens and changes all your plans. Some of us been talking about what we going to do for the last five years. Purpose road. It starts today. You got to pack your bags. You got to get in your car. And you got to travel down this road so that you can start this process. The longer you wait to start, the longer it's going to take to finish. You keep putting off the start. Well, you also putting off the completion. So stop delaying your process. Start your process. If you know you are in a bad environment that is going to prevent you from becoming the person that you said and God said you wanted to be then you need to change your environment today. You need to do something about it. I don't know if that's your friends. I don't know if that's the city you live in. If I lived in a, in a place that was preventing me from getting to my dreams, it's not that I would just move today or tomorrow, but just like I gave myself that those 90 days to, to get a new, find a new road that I wanted, I would put an expiration date on it. I would say, yep, all right, I got to start. I got to find a new place. Okay, my lease is up in three months. I'm out of here in three months. Now I start Purpose Road today. Purpose Road, I start filling out this chart. I start searching for where do I want to live? How much does it cost to live there? What are the barriers to moving? Do I have a, a moving team or a moving truck that I got to hire? Like there are all these things that you start filling out, but first you got to start. You got to start. You got to start. All right, so where? The last thing about the where, 
This is a very important thing. Always use this example about surfboard. Bur- ah, I can talk. I can talk. I can talk. Always use this example about selling surfboard boards in Detroit. So let's say I got this big dream to be the number one surfboard dealer in the country. Well, here's the problem. I live in Michigan and people don't really surf in Michigan. When you think about surfing, you're thinking about the coastlines, thinking about California, you're thinking about Florida, right? So good weather in the coast, in the ocean, that's what you think about with surfing. Well, I don't live in none of those things. So we're talking about my location. How does my location impact what I said my goal was? Well, here's the thing. Am I willing to relocate? Because I could sell surfboards in Detroit, but that's not my target audience. I'm putting myself in a very tough business decision, in a business position, I'm sorry. But if I move to California, where the demand for surfboards may be higher, I I assume they are, then that might be a good look. But if I'm not willing to change my where, I'm going to have to change my what, my when, and all that, okay? You see how answering each question actually helps you decide and determine what the answer to the other question is, how they all correlate and have to be working together towards your overall purpose. Now, why? Okay, first thing about the why, this is what most successful people consider, you know, the anchor. This is really, when you listen to any entrepreneurs, social media, successful people, CEOs, people always talking about knowing your why. So understand when you're dealing with your why, you're dealing with something that's universally considered the most important aspect, okay? The other thing is, like, you got to understand that your why is really the key element in establishing your purpose. So when I talk about, you know, inspiring God people, inspire God's people, like, that's a key element to everything I do. If I post on social media, right? So I don't just post random things really about my life or I don't try to post to show off what I got or what I just accomplished or whatever. I try to use my posts as a platform to inspire God's people. Now what happens is you see how that why of inspiring God's people, that whole thing is now the anchor in everything that I do, and it helps guide me. So there would be no reason in me just posting like a new watch that I bought to try to stunt or like, oh, I got a new car, and then just post pictures of my car because that doesn't accomplish the goal of inspiring God's people. You get what I'm saying? It might accomplish the goal of making me feel good about myself, and I can maybe hide it or manipulate it to seem like it's inspiring God's people, but in reality, we all know that I'm just trying to stunt. So that's really important when you think about your why. Now, when it comes to your why, um, I have this story that I that I wrote, this example that I created called Cupcake on the Roof, okay? And I, I want you to follow me on this, Cupcake on the Roof. I love this story. Let's say I told you that there's a cupcake on the roof of a three-story building. Matter of fact, let's make it two stories so it ain't too unbelievable. Like too crazy. It could be not a, no, it could be three story. Let's take it up, Jay. I usually tell this story and say two stories, 
But I'm going to say three-story building. We just made a change, people. All right, so there's a cupcake on a third-story roof of a building. Now, let's say I told you, yo, the first person that goes out and go and get this cupcake, right, off of this, off of this roof, the first person to go do it, you can have a cupcake. Now, here's the thing. What if I made it challenging and said, oh, I don't have a ladder. You have to figure out how to get up there in a way other than a ladder, right? Here's the thing. That's not like that cupcake on a third. Like you might like this cupcake. This might be your favorite cupcake. That's not a strong enough why for most people without a ladder to figure out how am I going to get to the top of a third story building and I get a cupcake? That don't make sense, right? The cupcake in and of itself is not a strong enough why, okay? And the problem when your why isn't strong enough is you are never going to complete the objective. You're never going to complete the work without a strong why. Let me tell you how. Let's change one element in this whole story, the cupcake has the winning lottery ticket of a $500 million jackpot mega millions attached to it. This is the winning ticket. If you get the cupcake, not only do you get the cupcake, you get everything connected to the cupcake. So you now, the first person to go to the top of a three-story building gets $500 million without a ladder. Now, let me tell you what's crazy. You're going to find a way without a ladder to get to the top of a third three-story building for a cupcake if the cupcake is connected to something that's a strong enough reason for you to want to get up there because you're risking everything. You got to think. You got to work hard. How am I gonna, I'm going I'm to go rent a helicopter. That's only... Uh, $250 an hour. Well, I got 500 million. Like you get what I, you see how you start creating stuff. You get creative when you have a strong enough reason to do something. And so many of us keep giving up on our, on God's plan for our life. We keep, we keep turning around and stopping because we haven't addressed these questions and our why is not strong enough. You don't have a strong enough reason to want a red Ferrari, Jermaine. So you ain't never going to get it. Because every time obstacles come and obstacles will come, obstacles come with this podcast, obstacles going to come with anything that you want to do in life. Obstacles came when I was looking for a new job. Like there are always going to be challenges that come. But if your why is strong enough, it is going to drive you through any inclement weather on Purpose Road. See, Purpose Road ain't a perfect road. It's potholes. You might go through some storms. It might be a, a tree that fall. It might like purpose roll ain't perfect. And we got to stop telling ourselves, I'm going to go and follow my purpose. Things are gone. They are going to be perfect. I'm not going to be nervous because I'm in purpose. It's not going to happen like that. Your purpose is going to come with a lot of ups and downs. Okay. And you got to be committed to everything that you encounter on Purpose Road. All right, we have the last question, people. The how. Oh, this is a deep one, because we can write all that stuff. Who, what, when, why? What, when, why, who, all, you can write it all down. 
But if you don't know how you're going to do it, uh, it don't matter. This is the strategy, okay? With everything that we're doing, when I was looking for my job, I had a strategy, people. I was working a strategy. I was purposely working a plan, okay? It, what, we have to stop thinking that, oh, Christians do this a lot sometimes. Church people do this a lot. You think just by freestyling, that means it's the Holy Spirit leading you because you don't have a plan. I'm just led by God. No, mm -mm, no, it don't work like that. God had a plan. When, when God wanted Noah to, to uh, build the ark, he gave him specific dimensions and tools, and he gave him all kind of stuff. The materials to use, God don't operate like that. I don't know why we think that when we don't have a plan, I'm just giving the spirit room to move. God don't need room from you. No, he, mm, he the one who gave you the plan. You don't need that. So you got to strategize. Um, this is the detailed plan, the detailed part of the plan. The how is the detail. It's the step-by-step -step written out. You cannot be vague with your how. One thing, that, one thing that I've learned about successful people, successful people live in the details. Lazy and average people, they're very vague. They never want to deal with the details because the details take work. They, we want these, oh, you don't want an hour show telling you about how to strategically walk through your purpose. You just want a five-minute YouTube video. Well, guess what? That five-minute video ain't going to really do it for you. You got to be getting down and dirty. You need to be taking notes right now. You got to be figuring out, like, you should be emailing me for this chart, Music at gmail.com. It's a simple chart. Just everything I said today. But it's going to help you be able to illustrate and visually walk through and plan out being guided and finding your purpose. Here's the last thing about the how. This is where you earn it. The how is really the blood, sweat, and tears, okay? And this is what it takes for a lot of us. We have to be able to put in, we have to be willing to put in the blood, sweat, and tears in order to find our purpose. Now, here's the thing. Understand a couple of things. Our true purpose and identity is found within Christ and his word, the Bible, okay? I truly believe that. I truly believe that our purpose is found in Christ Jesus, okay? Finding yourselves as Christians starts with finding him. Some of us trying to find ourselves and we haven't found God. It's not going to happen. This is a step-by-step -step process. I think from the very first episode on Inspire God's People, I've been talking about the process. And I've been talking about the importance of taking step-by-step to get to where you're going. That's really what Purpose Road is. Purpose Road is not about how fast you travel down the road and how quickly you get there. It's really about, am I going in the right direction? Am I taking the right first step? Sometimes the win is just filling out the chart. Sometimes the win is just taking inventory and taking the steps. So I want to encourage somebody today, man, like it's time for us to rise up and find our true purpose in God, but we can't do that being lazy. We cannot do that being vague, being laissez-faire. Like some of us, we just don't care enough. And I get it. I understand there are a lot of challenges, maybe things that happen in your life. I don't understand, you know, everything that everyone has been through, and I definitely respect that. But I'm telling you right now, we have an opportunity. The true believers in Christ, 
You don't have to leave out of this pandemic empty-handed. I said it when it first started. I didn't start saying this uh, in June or July. I was saying this in February, March. I was saying I'm not leaving out empty-handed. And I haven't. I haven't left out without learning lessons. I haven't left out without challenging myself, without becoming a better person, without becoming ed more educated, without being able to put in work. I'm telling y'all, we have to get out of this mindset that things are just going to get better for us just because we said it. It's not going to happen like that. You need to answer every one of the six questions to find your true purpose in Christ. Now, when you do that, holla at me. Tell me about it. Tell me your testimony. I want to hear it. I believe that we are blessed people. And regardless of everything that's going on in the world today, I believe that God has a plan. I'm not ignorant or ignoring the things that are going on in the world. I've told y'all before, I'm getting my hands dirty. I've been getting my hands dirty. This isn't new, but I have challenged myself a little more. Um, specifically, I've been diving a lot deeper into um, American history um, from the emancipation, really through the Civil War up into present. I told y'all there's this free course that was floating around from Yale. Um, so you're really just um, sitting through the lectures through virtually, of course, but you're able to sit through these lectures on this history course. I've been reading a lot about that, and I'm probably going to share my thoughts around the Civil War and, um, you know, emancipation and, you know, a lot of the things that play a part into how things are today on the white and the black side. But I'm going to tell y'all this, man. Everything that we talk about on this show, the goal is Jesus Christ. I'm not, I can't, I just can't get caught up in, in this race stuff because I know it's politically driven. I know what their purpose is. Their purpose is to separate us so that they can get our votes. I know that voting is important. So I'm not saying it's not important for you to figure out which side you want to vote on. But I need you believers to understand this. What Christ did on that cross is more powerful than anything else that ever happened on this earth. So you can't be so charged by your race if you are whatever side you on and whatever reasons you have to justify it. You can't be that driven by that, that you are more driven by your race than your faith. I'm seeing people who are basically disciples for, for their race and their political parties, saying people ain't never really even preached the gospel and offered the gospel to a lost soul. I think that's a challenge, and I think that's something we have to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, who am I? Am I the rich young ruler, or am I a disciple of Christ? Thank you all so much for listening. Please hit me up at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the show. Please share this show with somebody. And uh, other than that, come back next week, man, and go and listen to all the shows that you miss. I know you're a new listener. You better go listen to them old shows. I love you, though. 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 God's people, thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoy what you heard, please do stop over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe to the show. You can just even Google Inspire God's People and enjoy every show all the way back to our first episode. And please do not forget to tell a friend. We love you. Inspire God's People. If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve the
below the surface It's layers to my purpose Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world Look in the sky, it ain't no stars in it The art is all natural and authentic Rivers of love, we swimming for us We can't drown if we fall in it If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world Create for the creator when I'm in my own world I serve below the surface, it's layers to my purpose Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world